Okay. So good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Coffee with Rhonda. I am super excited to be here again uh, with you all as we continue our morning coffee conversation. So um, my name is Rhonda Williams. I am your host uh, and facilitator for the show. I like to say more of a facilitator of the conversation because um, all of us are just contributing to some of these amazing topics uh, that we're sharing here. So um, I am uh, the founder of Dream Life Leadership Academy, and I am also the founder of the new Dream Life by Design Mastermind Group, which launched last week, and so excited about that and all of the wonderful um, things we're going to help people achieve in their lives. I'm a three-time author and former uh, healthcare executive as a hospital CEO and chief uh, executive officer, and just super thrilled to be here facilitating the conversation. We'll do our quick introductions. Uh, Marae? Yes, I'm very excited to be back. I missed last time. So uh, I'm Marae Tulekima. I'm based in Perth, Australia. I'm the founder and CEO of MT Energy Resources and also the founder of uh, Marae Tulekima Global Leadership, which aims to uh, help people to step into their greatness and become the best that they can be. So I'm very, very excited to be back. Wonderful. And we missed you last week. We're so glad you're back. And Ms. Roz, we have the pleasure, everyone, of having Roz for just a little bit of time. She's going to take some time with us. We're so thankful for that. Um, Roz, you want to introduce yourself and tell everybody what you're doing today, Miss Amazing Woman. <laughs> Hi, I'm Roz Jones. I'm the CEO and owner of Jacksonville's Best Caregivers. As I always say, when you can't do it all, give us a call. I am for, in Fort Pierce, Florida at this amazing event called the uh, Treasure, Treasure Chest Minority Business Expo. This is the third year. This is my second invite, and I'm excited to talk about the caregiving business and to talk about, I'm going to speak to a young lady in a few minutes here, uh, about advanced directives and how to take care of not only herself, but any loved ones that may need this documentation. So that's what I am here for. Hey, so... Uh, we are so thankful that you're here today, and we're going to go ahead and just dive right in. Uh, we're going to have another prob person probably joining us also, um, and we'll introduce them when they come on. So today's topic is a part two discussion. Last week, we started a, uh, a very important conversation on forgiveness. And so today, um, what we want to do is we want to continue that conversation we want to have an opportunity to expand on it a little bit more um, and get you all thinking a little bit about um, forgiveness in your life. So we're going to go ahead and get our conversation started. But before we do, a couple of things. For those of you all that have joined us um, before, you know the deal. We want you to say um, your name. If you're out there watching, we want you to tell us your name and where you're watching from. And we also want you to feel free to comment, join the conversation. And if you're out there, you know, a question that I ask every single week is, what's in your cup? I've got coffee this morning, and I am here in Phoenix, Arizona. I got tea. Yay! <laughs> got tea in her cup, Roz. We know you probably don't have a cup right now. <laughs> so um, that's awesome. And No, I don't uh, have a cup, but I'll give <laughs> We are, uh, I'm out here in Phoenix, Arizona, spending the weekend with a friend here. Um, and so we, uh, we plan to have a beautiful, fantastic weekend. So join the conversation. Tell me where you are. Tell me your name, where you're watching from. And then feel free to add your comments to the conversation. 
And we are going to go ahead and bring in our other panelists right now. And so perfect timing, we'll get her to introduce herself quickly, and then we'll get started. Hello, hello. Good morning, good morning. Good perfect morning, timing. Bernadette. Good morning, Muriel. I was having technical difficulties. Good morning, Roz. Listen, I have in my cup, but I heard you. Is there a glare? Because I see a glare. There is a little glare on you, but introduce yourself quickly and then... Oh, okay, my name is Bernadette Evans. I am uh, the proprietor of Purpose, Power, and Profits, professional and personal development. I do biblical-based coaching. I'm also the founder of Bernadette Evans Ministries, Women Winning in Life, where I help women who are struggling overcoming a painful past. I'm also an author, which I forgot to mention the last several times, but I'm also an author, and the name of my book is Beauty for Ashes, From Pain and Shame to Purpose and Power. And this morning, I have some tea in my Jehovah Jireh cup. Oh, oh yay. yay! I have some tea as well. <laughs> All right, everybody's got some. Everybody out there, don't forget to call us once in your cup. So we're going to dive right into the conversation. And ladies, today, we're having a part two conversation on forgiveness. And um, last week, we really shared some very powerful um, uh, concepts around forgiveness and the importance of forgiveness. So we're just going to pick up that ball and keep running with it because we, we ran out of time last week. So for me, um, as I've been thinking about forgiveness all week and thinking about sort of the power um, that I want to make sure that I keep my own power and I keep ownership of that power. And that means looking back um, so I was able to have some conversations about uh, with some folks from the past um, this week, and um, and I, as I as we had these conversations, some old things came up. Right? Well, you know, this happened in the past, and I was given a, a forgiveness. You know, so they said to me, "I'm really, really sorry about some of these things that happened in the past," and 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 while that felt good to receive the forgiveness. What I thought was even more interesting and very powerful for me was the fact that I felt like that forgiveness was for the other person mm -hmm. because I had already forgiven, moved on, let it go. I wasn't holding on to any anger. I wasn't holding on to any resentment, but it was really good for them to be able to get that off of their chest and go through that process. And I'm glad that I could contribute to that and, and help them through that, right? Uh, so at the end of the day, forgiveness is for you, for me, mm -hmm. it's for us. It doesn't have to be in front of the other person. You don't have to be speaking to the other person. I think sometimes we get in this mindset that, well, I need to talk to them first. I need to get it all out. And then, you know, I can get through this process of forgiveness. No, forgiveness is for you. It's a self-conversation, and we talked about that last week. So I'm also going to introduce the concept, and I'll do this later, about the Hawaiian practice of forgiveness called Ho'oponopono. Uh, some of you may have um, heard of that before, but we'll talk a little bit about that. So let's just dive right in. And um, maybe following our last conversation, <clears throat> what additional um, points, uh, uh, Bernadette, would you like to add um, about this very powerful topic of forgiveness that people struggle with. Oh, before I do that, let me just add, say, I don't know if somebody maybe read our title of the show and there was a Facebook comment that I saw and the Facebook comment said, <clears throat> okay, this whole forgiveness topic, you know, it's fine, but forgiveness 
um, is up to the person and they do they may or, or may not forgive and that is completely up to them and they can forgive in their own time if they ever choose to forgive and it felt a little bit like like there was something there right mm -hmm, like they, mm -hmm. they had a little bit of i don't know resentment or a little bit of something and so it felt like for that person maybe somebody maybe in the past they've been badgered about you need to forgive you need to move on you need to let mm -hmm, go mm -hmm. and so i just wanted to throw that out there because i think sometimes our conversations stimulate thinking in ways that we may be unaware of and it does you know it kicks up stuff you know it, it uproots it uproots some dormant stuff now you know one of the things that we did talk about last week is that that whole conversation piece is that it is about having that conversation with yourself but interestingly enough and you confirmed that today that the person had this conversation with you i think that there is so much power in having that conversation with mm -hmm. the other person yeah. yes forgiveness is about you it's about releasing it for you. But I think that sometimes for some of us, having that face-to-face -face conversation, whether it's face-to-face -face or phone-to-phone, -phone, however, I think that that is so necessary for some of us. You know, mm -hmm. there's, there's, there's something about, there's something about human communication and connection. Right. You know what I'm saying? That, mm -hmm. that just is not, replaceable. There's something about the human connection and the human communication that even though we have that communication with, the, with ourselves and we say, well, I'm going to forgive, there's something deeply powerful and spiritual about having that person actually face okay, off okay, with okay. you and say, mm -hmm. I realize that I wronged you. Or mm -hmm. you facing that person and saying, I realize that I wronged you. Because here's the thing, it shows so much growth in the person. It shows so much character. It shows so much integrity. You know what I'm saying? It shows mm -hmm. ownership. You're taking ownership to the point of reaching out and identifying what you did. Yeah, yeah. So let me just ask this because I think that's a really good point. This mm -hmm. is something that I sometimes get a little cautious about, about people wanting to go to that person and have this conversation. I feel like so many times we're looking for reasons, right? We're looking for, <clears throat> well, why did you do that to me? Or, you know, what were you thinking? What could I have done differently? Was it me? Was it you? Was it, you know, whatever. It could be a business or work situation. It could be a personal relationship situation. Um, and, um, and I want to just you know, sometimes caution people that, yes, you can have that conversation, but you may not get the response that you want. And it's going to have to be, if you are prepared to be okay with that, right? If you're prepared to be okay with the fact that maybe that person was a jerk in the past and maybe they're mm -hmm. still, <clears throat> how is that going to sit with you? Is that going to set you back so that now you're angry again and you can't let it go and you're like, okay, I thought we were past this, but they're still, they're not taking responsibility. What about but that's the risk that we take. Yeah, that's, and that's yeah, exactly that's a risk that you have to take. And and at least you know where the person stands because if you don't confront the person, then you have so many scenarios in your head, and sometimes you might actually miss the right ones. So it's important to have this conversation and be really clear about uh, the person's intention. Exactly. And, yeah, and it gives you strength to actually make the right decision as well. 
Well, it's about being clear about your own intentions. Exactly. You know, yeah. Are you mm -hmm. going to are you going to have that conversation based on the outcome that you're expecting, mm -hmm. or are you having that conversation based on your own ability or your own your your own sense of ownership mm -hmm. for you? You know, right. as I you know, I talked about last week about two work relationships. You know, I I sat down and I had these conversations with two of with two of uh, my coworkers, but I had that conversation with them based on me taking ownership for me, not mm -hmm. on them taking ownership for them. Mm -hmm. So whether or not they ever came to terms with this whole thing or, or owned up to their part in this. That's not my responsibility. Mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. not for me to take on. What I'm taking on is what Bernadette is accountable for. Mm -hmm. And you're only accountable for you. So you have to be clear that when you decide to have this conversation, when you decide to make this approach or take this approach to, to, to settle the matter or clear the air and, and to seek forgiveness so that you can move on past that, you're taking responsibility and you're taking ownership for you. Mm -hmm. So it's actually giving you a new beginning because you, exactly. in a way, stuck into your emotions and your ego. So going and taking responsibility is actually giving you an, a new beginning. It's actually giving you some freedom mm -hmm. to keep moving because otherwise you're, you're, it's actually uh, paralyzing you in, in, your, in your mind and uh, it's, it's not productive at all. And so that's, that's very important that you come to term mm -hmm. with, uh, with uh, the whole situation and get to confront the person and know really that you do it for yourself, you know. That's right. I love that. I love that, that we talk about, you know, being prepared for that. And that's why, um, for me, that's really important that we go into that situation um, understanding that it may go one way or it may go the other way. And either way, that's okay. You're prepared to, to mm -hmm. do that, but it's really a conversation that you need to have for you. Um, I read something the other day, and um, and they said that not forgiving and holding on to this resentment and anger is like um, taking a poison pill, thinking it's going to kill the other person. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right? yes. So yes. you're trying so to get you're them poisoning back. Your, you're poisoning yourself. Yeah, you're taking a poison pill, thinking that it's going to kill somebody else, and it's right. killing you. Exactly. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really something that you do voluntary and, and, and then, you know, and it's something that you choose to do, you know, like, like we said, and, and you, ha you have to be ready for that. You have to be ready to move on. And it's about really about choosing between love and hate, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, are you going to hate all, all your life and destroy yourself? Or are you going to choose love and keep going and, and, and expand as a person, you know? Well, so I think, so do y'all think that, that we get caught up in right and wrong, right? Yeah. No, you know what I think we get caught up in, Rhonda? I think we get caught up in, I think we get caught up in our feelings. Mm -hmm. 
That's what I and, think. And I think, fear as well, as I think. Right, and it's, fear. There's a lot of fear. And, yeah. and, and our own insecurities. I really mm -hmm. do. That's what I think. I don't think so much as that it, that we get caught up in right and wrong as much as we get caught up in our own in our own emotional in our own emotional baggage. Well, I, I want to share this story because it's relevant to what we're talking about. Uh, se uh, several, several, well, several, several months ago, I had to apologize to a sister. See, I'm big on doing that. You know, when I, when I recognize my fault, I'm really big on owning that. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm really big on owning that because when you can own your stuff, What's going on with you know, life? you can grow. You know, mm -hmm. you, you can grow and you can go on. So anyway, I had to apologize to a sister. And here's, and because I was throwing her shade, right? The woman never even realized why I was throwing her shade. And let mm -hmm. me tell you why I was throwing her shade. Because she didn't do what I expected her to do. She didn't do something that I expected her to mm -hmm. do. And oftentimes, that right there is why we get into these, these, these little, these little, these entanglements with people and mm -hmm. in our emotions, because somebody didn't do what, what you expected them to do. And here's the thing. I learned, you know, I learned through, through counseling. Um, one of the courses that I took in my journey of, of, of becoming a, a, a minister and counseling is a course called Creation Therapy. Mm -hmm. um, and temperament, temperament analysis. And I, and I use that when I counsel and with people, I do the temperament analysis profile because the temperament analysis profile tells you it's a lot like emotional, uh, uh, emotional IQ, mm -hmm. but it deals with your temperament because each and every person is born with a God-given temperament. And they mm -hmm. talk about the sanguine and the melancholy and the supine and the phlegmatic and so on. And so I had to learn about my own temperament. And once I learned about my own temperament, I'll tell you how liberating that was mm -hmm. for me. Because when the better you know yourself, the better you can see your own self coming. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You can see your own self coming. And so I went to this woman and I said to her, you know what? I realized that I've been throwing you shade and I have to apologize for that because you didn't do something that I expected you to do. And here's the thing we put expectations on people and when they don't live up to our expectations we become offended but we don't have any right to put exactly. expectations on anyone mm -hmm, and i'm not mm -hmm. talking about well yes when you're married or you're in a relationship there are certain expectations but in the day-to-day -day coming and going and dealing with people you people aren't obligated to perform to your expectations of them yeah because we we expect to have a reflection of ourselves in, right. in, in front of us, right. which is not the case, you know. Which is and not uh, the case. You're not yeah. going to find <laughs> you. <laughs> you are not going to yeah. find you and other people. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I had to clear that. Now, here's the other thing about that. Everything that we do is a seed sown. You know, the, the Bible says you reap what you sow. And oftentimes we, we connect that. We have this negative connotation to that. But when you sow good seeds, you also reap good things. Yeah. When you sow negative things, you also reap negative things. So about a year ago, I'm at an event with, with a person and we were, we were getting along and everything was okay. I saw her maybe like several weeks after mm 
-hmm. And well, I think I called her and she didn't return my call. And it was somebody that I was kind of like familiar with talking to. So she didn't return my call and I was okay with that because I know people get busy. And then when I saw her in church, I asked her if we were okay. And she threw me ridiculous shade. Oh. <laughs> you see where I'm going with this, right? Yeah. You see where I'm going with this, right? Everything is a seed. And she threw me ridiculous shade. And I'm trying to figure out, well, I, I didn't do anything. Mm -hmm, I know mm -hmm. I didn't. And I know that I didn't do anything. I don't know what story was created in her head. Just exactly. like this woman didn't know what story was going on in my head. Okay, and yeah. so I had to be okay with that. I had to be okay with her throwing me the shade. Now, last Sunday... Last Sunday, I see her, and she's this person. All of a sudden, she comes out of whatever she was in, and she's like, oh, I love you. And <laughs> <laughs> so That's good. That means it's Minda. It means that she's not, <laughs> you know. Stuck into her feeling. I'm really taken aback by it. But here's what I said. And this is, this is so true. This is what I said. I said, the minute I recognized what was happening, I said, God, I recognize that this is a seed that I sowed. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I recognize that this is a seed that I sowed. Mm-hmm. And so now it's come back to harvest. Right. And I don't like it. And it's hurtful. Because here's the thing, when you when 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 you don't have a conversation with a person about something, because we all do things. Like I mm -hmm, said, we all, mm -hmm. you know, we're we're imperfect beings. We're we're imperfect, we're human. And so we all have faults, we all have mistakes, we all make missteps. And sometimes we overstep our boundaries or we say things and we offend one another. But it's in the conversation and not holding on to it. You know, when it happens, just being able to say, oh, wait a minute, you know, that, that hurt, you know, or, mm -hmm. or I think you're going too far. But what happens is that we don't do that. We don't have the courage to do that. We don't, we don't face off on one another. And facing off and being confrontational, you know, there's positive confrontation, there's pos mm -hmm. positive conflict. And yeah. sometimes you have to have that. Facing off and being having positive conflict does not mean that, oh, we're getting ready to throw down and I'm going to take off. Let me take off my earrings. <laughs> We get ready to go. But I, 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 I mean, it's you a skill because, you know. We're we, we talking about me saying to you, sis, wait a minute. Hold it. You know, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. you went too far or you're going too far. Or I think that that's, you know, or that's offensive. That hurts. Mm -hmm. but, what we, but we don't do that. And we hold right. on to it. And we walk away from the situation holding it. And then it festers. And the longer it festers, the worse it becomes because we start replaying it over and over and over and over. And by the time we get to round to having that conversation with that person, it's blown way out of proportion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we expect and so, them to know. We expect, we expect them, them to them know, know that we have the issue. That is yeah. exactly right, yeah. Rhonda. We expect them to know what they didn't. And it's like, are you crazy? I don't even know what you're talking about. And mm -hmm. so, you know, she comes to me and she never said, she never said she was sorry. She never had the conversation. Right. And based on who she is, it's, it's okay. Cause I understand that's her way. But the thing is, is that I did not like how it felt. Right. 
Right. I did not like how it felt. And it made me angry because that within itself was hurtful because mm -hmm. I did not know what I had done. And mm -hmm. even though, but I had, but I had approached her when she threw the data, she threw me shade. I actually did. I said, is everything okay with us? Right. Everything is fine. I said, are you sure everything is fine? Yeah, everything is fine. Everything wasn't fine. And I did give her the opportunity to tell me what it was, but she wasn't able to do that at that time. So let, me, so let me just so throw something out. Already, I think. Mm -hmm. well, well, there's two, there's two mm -hmm. potential scenarios. Number mm -hmm. one, uh, it could have been that she wasn't ready. Mm -hmm. The other thing could have been that whatever she was dealing with that, at that moment may have had nothing to do with you. With you, yeah. Because exactly. sometimes we go through things, right? And all of a sudden, everybody I see is an irritant. It's mm -hmm. a source of irritation to me because of how I'm feeling inside. And it's something completely unrelated. And mm -hmm. almost as if you're taking it out on other people. It's not really taking it out. I'm just really not managing that emotional state well. No, mm -hmm. Rhonda. No, I'm telling you, I see this sister in church and this sister would see me and go the other way. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. I know exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. I would see her. So how do you deal with something like and that? And we have common connectors. Stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like we have people that are common connectors. And if mm -hmm. she saw me talking to that person, she would stand off in the distance and, and wait. Or if she, or if she saw me coming that way, she would uh, do an about face. But my point is, is that, and, and I'm not holding any of that against her because sure. it's, it's too, it's too small. I'm just sharing the story. Right. Mm -hmm. The point is, and the point is this, is that when we sow seeds, they come back to harvest. Right. Mm -hmm. And you have to and you have to be able to identify that. Right. Now, my right. point is that I recognize just how I made someone feel when I did that, because in, in, in going through that with her, I recognized how angry it made me feel, how hurt it made me feel, because I didn't understand why. And now I see I got the opportunity to experience how I made someone else feel. Yeah, yeah, I really good point. Them. Really good point. And so, Marae, you were getting ready, I think, to ask a question. Yeah, that, that's the thing, because it, I mean, we, we basically thought that she was not ready or it was something not related to Bernadette. So how do you deal with this type of um, a situation where the person actually doesn't want to address it? At some point, you just have to you know, stay away or, or uh, give up, or what do you do? Well, I, so, so I think your question goes back to something that Bernadette mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. and we, have, we have an expectation that people react and respond the way that we mm -hmm. think. Mm -hmm. Right? I'm ready to talk about it. You should be ready to step to the table and talk about it, too, because we're two women. But mm -hmm. that's not how it works. People have a right to process in their own way and in their own time. And it's like that mm -hmm. comment that I saw on Facebook. You know, people need to be given time and they may or may not forgive. Okay, that's certainly you're right. But mm -hmm. I think you have to own you. And yeah. so if you come forward, like Bernadette did, make an attempt, try to have the conversation and they're not willing to go there, I think you have to accept that and be okay with it to mm -hmm, say, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have done what I could. I'm not holding on to anything. I'm not going to resent the fact that they are not ready to, to talk to me right at this moment. Mm -hmm. But when they are ready, I'll be here. I'll be here. You know, I'll be okay. here. Yeah, absolutely. So let me ask you this, ladies. Who, 
is there someone, and this is, this is going to get, we're going to ask for a little bit of transparency here, because mm -hmm. we're going to ask for our audience to do the same thing. <laughs> Forgiveness is such a powerful thing. Who out there have you not forgiven? Is it a parent? Is it a, who do you need to have that self-conversation with to say, you know what, I forgive you. You don't have to use their name. You can use initials. You can give a scenario um, or whatever, but just give us an idea. Have you, um, as you think about it, is there someone out there that you still need to go through forgiving? And you know what, I went through, <clears throat> as I learned this Hawaiian forgiveness, ho'oponopono, I went through the process of trying to forgive everybody I could think of. Mm -hmm. And I think I missed a person. <laughs> I think I missed a person. And as I was preparing to ask you ladies this question, a person came to mind and I'm like, oh crap, okay. All right, I guess I need to go through and that self-conversation where I really let go and forgive this person so that it does not any longer hold any power over me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because that because that's the thing. I mean, when you 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 don't forgive, you you actually uh, create a destructive power, you know, in yeah. your life, and it's it's very difficult for you to to actually have the right you know feelings and being in the right state of mind. Right. Uh, I mean, for me, the um, the difficult situation what that I had was actually. Uh, why I decided to go to entrepreneurship is that uh, as a woman in a, in a male-dominated environment, I, my, last, um, my last supervisor was actually, I mean, I, I, I actually had a difficult time to forgive him because I felt that I was actually an outstanding, you know, an outstanding employee. I was delivering beyond what I was asked. I was appreciated in, in the company, but when it came to the point of, uh, of promotion and, and, and really recognizing the work that I was doing, uh, it was not happening. So in a way, you know, I didn't actually address that. Uh, right. I decided to leave, I resigned, and then start, you know, uh, start a different journey. And... And it, it's actually a very exciting journey, I would say so. But I didn't have the time to sit down and address really the, uh, the problem. And uh, I totally forgot now because I really love what I do. But that was really the, um, the last really fresh wound that mm -hmm. I actually didn't have time to sit down with the person and address it properly. And uh, yeah. And so, Marae, have you, so then you have an opportunity, if you haven't already done that, to sit with yourself mm -hmm. and have that self-forgiveness conversation. So this, uh, so, you know, I've actually thought about the whole process. I've thought about the, 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 um, the whole situation. And at the end of the day, I realized that uh, it, it actually don't, doesn't, you know, even if this person didn't recognize what I was doing and they... Mm -hmm what I was bringing on the table, it doesn't actually take away my value because I right. think that's what it was all about. And then I've realized that, that whatever they think, I am what I am. I can deliver what I can deliver and I know that I can do this job. So it's not just a title that's going to change that. That's fantastic. I, I realized that and, and that's really why really I'm, 
I love entrepreneurship because I can now express myself and I don't really uh, focus on titles because at the end of the day, it's about, uh, you know, running a company, uh, solving problems, helping people and bringing solution on the table and without any title associated with it. That's fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing that. Okay, Bernadette, what about you? Who is out there? Um, anyone that you can think of? Honestly, right off the top of my head, no, because, you know, Rhonda, I'm always on that journey. I'm always on that journey of, of uh, self-examination, um, just, just wanting to walk in the spirit of love and walk in the spirit of forgiveness. See, forgiveness, forgiveness is not just uh, something that we do. Forgiveness needs to be a way of life. Mm-hmm. Forgiveness is not, it's not an event. It's part of your it's part, it's part of your spiritual development. It's part of your journey. It's part of your growth. Mm-hmm. Because as I said last week, you will always have, as long as you're on this planet, you will always have an occasion to be offended and to be mm-hmm. an offender. Mm-hmm. So it's not an event. It has to be part of your journey. It has to be incorporated into your being. You have to walk in the spirit of love. You have to walk in the spirit of forgiveness. And so if you're walking in that spirit of love and forgiveness, um, you're not going to be holding things for very long. Yeah. You're not going to, you're not going to want to hold things for very long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what happens. Absolutely. You get to a place where you don't want to hold things very long because you understand the significance of, of, of what it does. You mm-hmm. understand, you understand how it's a blocker. Mm-hmm. And not for the other person, but how much it's a blocker for you. And at this stage in my life, I don't want anything blocking me. I know that's right. I know that's (laughs) right. At this stage in my life, I don't want Mm -hmm. anything blocking me. I just turned 61 years old in July. Mm -hmm. I don't have... Beautiful for 61. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. I don't have time. Mm-hmm. For, for 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 splitting hairs, my may my may my old pastor rest in peace. But he used to say this thing, and I would fall out laughing. He would say, "I don't have time to split hair with dingbats." And I would fall out laughing. I would fall out laughing. But I get what he's saying. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I get mm-hmm. it. Like I don't have time for that. I don't have mm-hmm. time to to to, to uh, walk into unforgiveness with you. I don't have time to be angry with you. I don't have time to sit and concentrate on that with you. Why? Because this latter half of my life should be the best half of my life. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm building. I'm building my legacy. I want to leave a legacy in the earth, not just to my children. I want to leave a legacy in the earth. I want mm-hmm. what I'm building and what I'm doing to speak for me well after I'm gone. Well. You know, that, thank you for that, because I think you've given us all something to really think about in terms Mm -hmm. of how we just practice on a day-to-day basis, how we live, how we really, uh, our spiritual journey that is constantly evolving, I'm sure, for each and every person. Um, For me, it was a situation where I I moved past it, Mm -hmm. you know, and let it go and all of that but I don't think I ever went through the process, that self-conversation with myself to say that I forgive this person that I thought was the cause of destroying a 17-year um, you know, relationship with an organization that I had been building up and, and growing and fostering and nurturing and pouring so much of myself into. You know, for someone to contribute to that was hurtful 
Um, and and I, although I feel like I, I ended up losing my job in that situation, and I think it was the best thing that ever happened to me, quite honestly. Exactly. You know, I really do, because I think that I was stuck and I was very myopic. I could only see one course mm-hmm. in one way. Mm-hmm. And I've been able to grow so much from that. Uh, so when you think about, when I think about that, I'm like, for that person, I absolutely want to say that I forgive you. Wherever you were at that moment, you were probably doing what you thought was the best thing. And when you think about Ho'oponopono, it's, I'm sorry, um, please forgive me, thank you, and I love you. Exactly. And it's that prayer that, uh, that Hawaiians thank use you. in order to move through because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sorry because it's, it, it's an acknowledgement of your co- contribution, whatever that was. It may mm-hmm. or may not be, you may or may not have been aware, you may have been innocent of it. You know, my friend and I this weekend have been talking about things we do in innocence. Right. Not holding people to that because, you know, the saying, if they knew better, they do better. Right. And so, exactly. thank you. <clears throat> no, I'm sorry. Um, please forgive me. So you're asking for that forgiveness. And Ho'oponopono is forgiveness. Ho'oponopono is um, to make it right. And it's to make mm-hmm. it right twice, once for you and once for them, right? And so, and then you say, thank you for this gift that you're giving me um, of forgiveness. And I'm leaving this situation in love. So I love you, right? And you can look up Ho'oponopono. There's even a, um, there's a song. um, There's a song that had several songs that have been written about it. But, you know, um, and it just allows people to move through that process. So I wanted to end on that note that there are ways that we can work ourselves through forgiveness. I think last week, Anda gave us some great steps uh, to walk through for forgiveness also. Um, I think she did a really nice job, but I think at the end of the day, it starts with you, right? It starts with you being able to have the level of self-awareness to know that you're holding on to something that is hurtful to you. Mm -hmm. The other person might be off on a yacht, right? They can be off, having a vacation having a time of their life so they don't know you angry don't care you angry don't care. yeah don't care <laughs> and so while you're taking continuing to take this poison pill into yourself oh, yeah. you're continuing to hurt yourself so i thought i think that's a great way so mm-hmm. any final converse any final comments before we wrap up ladies but i, I think the the um the um, the powerful thing is that at the end of the day, we need to focus on what we can control and we cannot only control ourselves. Right. It's about really, by, by forgiving, it's about gaining our inner peace yes. and give ourselves permission to live free of all those toxic mm-hmm. you know, thoughts, feelings, and have the right energy to, to really expand as a human being. Yes. And I, I, I always, you know, remind what uh, Les Brown always said is that whatever, you know, people think about you or whatever people do to you, it's none of your business. Just move on, you know. It's, uh, you know, if you hurt somebody, you, you go and forgive. If they hurt you and they, <laughs> they say nasty things to you, that's none of your business. Just keep moving. I love that. It is none of yeah. your business. Yeah. I love I just it. Yes, mind your own your business. business. That's right. Mind your business, you know. <laughs> right. And you know, and that's what we're talking about. We're talking yeah. about taking ownership for yourself. 
you mm -hmm. know, mind your own business. But what yeah. I do want to say is this, you know, one, I believe that everything that we go through in life is a lesson. Mm -hmm. Every experience that we have, good, bad, and different, they are all lessons. Mm -hmm. And so it's about learning from it, taking from it, and being grateful for it. Mm -hmm. Being grateful for it. Because oftentimes, you know, Rhonda, you talked about the 17 years and, and being hurt. But had that not happened, you wouldn't yeah. be where you are today. Yes, mm -hmm. I know. Woo -woo, I'm loving it. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, but, you know, oftentimes when things blessing happen, in, always, in we disguise. See, we don't always see the blessing in disguise. So yeah, it is about yeah. saying thank you. You know, thank you. Because had that not happened, you wouldn't be where you are today. Had mm -hmm. some of the things not happened in my life, I wouldn't be the person that I am today. Right. And while some of those things were very painful and had the potential, you know, here's the thing. Some of the things that happen to us at the hands of other people do have the potential to devastate us mm -hmm. and even possibly destroy us. Mm -hmm. But thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph through Christ Jesus. That's all I have to say. <laughs> and on that note, that's, that's big, powerful. That's big. That's perfect ending note. So, on that note, um, for all of you out there, think about your own lives. Think about how you step into your own spirituality and how your life has continued to evolve. Who's out there that you have given power over your life? Who do you need to forgive? We want you to stop taking that poison pill thinking that the other person is going to die because the only person is hurting They're not. <laughs> exactly. They're, They're not, not going to die. <laughs> They're, They're all here having a ball that don't even know you took the poison pill. So yeah. um, anyway, don't forget to leave your comments. If you're watching this on replay, please share if you think someone else might benefit from the conversation. So I want to thank my two good friends, Marae and Bernadette. <clears throat> Raj hopped on for a moment and we didn't get a chance to talk to her, but I hope that she's out there having a great time at her uh, presentation today. So for all of you out there, continue to take those little small steps and the big steps to live the most powerful and amazing life you can possibly live. Until next week, we'll see you next time on Coffee with Rhonda. See you next Bye, time. Bye. Bye.